welcome to The Forgetting Curve, a compilation of childhood memories. Childhood is a magical time where a thousand stories are made. Everyone experiences childhood differently and everyone has their own story to tell. This podcast aims to bring those stories together and to revisit a world that lives on only in our memories. In this episode, we're going to hear stories of children being bad and getting into trouble. Being bad is something that everyone experiences in their life, testing their rules and boundaries and learning from the consequences. Let's start with a story where a young girl had the best of intentions and as far as she knew she was following the rules, but she still ends up getting in trouble. All throughout my life, I've been quite close to my aunt and my cousins Uh, My aunt, I will give her the codename Jill, she taught me that when when you eat chewing gum, you don't have to swallow it because if you swallow the chewing gum, it'll be stuck in your stomach for the rest of your life. But what you can do instead with the chewing gum is hide it throughout the house, wherever you want. So my mum has this beautiful antique table and it is so gorgeous and I really want it when when I get older and she passes on any furniture to me. Probably the most selfish sentence I've ever made in my life, but this table is beautiful. It's solid, dark wood, um, and it's clearly very, very old. So Jill, my aunt, she... Because she, she used to give us chewing gum, like... It sounds like such a fixation, but she, it was just like a funny thing. Like she'd be like, here's a pack of chewy and that'd be like a little gift. So I was chewing some chewing gum and I thought, oh, Auntie Jill says I can just put this wherever. So I would have been very, very young, like maybe four or five. And I stuck it underneath this beautiful old antique table, just underneath the top bit just stuck it there and I I did that a couple of times and then mum found one of them and then she found two of them and then she found four of them and I was disciplined so badly within reason that I knew not to do it ever again and I was like auntie Jill told me to do it and mum said I don't believe that she would never tell you to put gum on such a beautiful table this was your great grandmother's table blah 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 and I was like I'm so sorry mum but then in my head I was like well I guess auntie Jill says I can do it so one day we were in auntie Jill's car and she was like here have a pack of chewy and I'd be like yes pack of chewy and I started chewing the gum and then I'd finished with it so I stuck it underneath the headrest of the passenger seat in her car when she found it she was so angry with me she was like why'd you do this to my car why did you put this in my car but in my mind I said to her something like but you said that I could just put them anywhere and she was like oh yeah but not in my car and then I've always thought about that hypocrisy of an adult telling a kid, you can do with this chewing gum where you can put it anywhere you like, even if it destroys a beautiful antique table, but you can't put it underneath the headrest of my car because that's my car. I don't do that anymore, by the way. I dispose of it thoughtfully. It's inevitable that children are going to break the rules, 
and that parents are going to discipline them. That's how we learn the difference between right and wrong. But as we just heard, sometimes the adults get it wrong as well. And sometimes the children have to discipline the parents. Here's a story about going to the beach that doesn't go quite as planned. My family grew up down the coast a little bit, not way out of Melbourne, but in suburban areas. And uh, my grandparents were nearby as well. It was part of the reason my family was there. When I was young at some point, my grandparents lived vaguely near the beach. And one day we were left in the care of my nan and she took us down the beach, me and my sister. Seems like a pretty good way to spend the day with your grandkids. The beach was really quiet, I remember as well, and there's not really anybody around. I mean, this is down far enough where it's not like the beach is a central place with a shower block and a certain spot. It's like the beach is all the way from here to there. Like, it's, it's as far as you care to go in your local area. It's, there's no, you can kind of walk out into the beach behind people's houses just about anywhere. So there's a lot of space and it's not crowded. And I remember spending a kind of very quiet day on the beach with Nan and, you know, we went in the water and we'd lay in the sand and sunbaked and dried off and all that kind of thing. And we came home and at some point, I suppose, my mum probably picked us up. And I don't remember, it must have happened later because it takes a little while, but we got hideously burnt. We got so badly burnt because Nan had forgotten to actually put sunscreen on us whatsoever. So under the like harsh Australian sun, we didn't get like a bit red. We got the most burnt I've ever been in my entire life because we spent a whole day out there. And you must imagine, you know, for my mum who left her children in the care of her mother, how kind of <laughs> disappointed she must have felt in the maternal instincts of her own mother. I don't remember any specific moments of conflict, but I do remember that she was pretty pissed off with Nan for really not taking care of her children. And to understand how badly burnt we were, and of course, you know, keep in mind, this is the childhood days where summers last for an eternity, probably because you're on school holidays. And I remember spending basically the rest of the summer recovering from that burn. And we were so badly burnt that our shoulders were covered in blisters, visible, large, yellow blisters, the largest kind of one I remember was about the size of cutting a golf ball in half, sitting on my shoulder, um, which is not pleasant. I was kind of fascinated. I thought the whole thing was quite bizarre. I didn't really look at the whole thing and go, hmm, cancer. I just kind of went, wow, that's weird. My shoulder is growing. And I remember my sister and I had to wear hand-me-down T-shirts from our parents because... We needed, we needed really loose clothes because anything that was actually made for our size like compressed on this these places and <laughs> was seriously uncomfortable and probably ran the risk of bursting them. So for the rest of the summer, we wore huge ill-fitting clothing and stayed inside, basically. Uh, and I think my nan probably got a decent talking to for that. That's it for this episode of The Forgetting Curve but there's plenty more to come. If you want to keep up with the latest releases from The Forgetting Curve, then follow at Forgetting Curve on Twitter or find us on Facebook. Subscribe to our feed in iTunes or listen to our latest episodes at forgettingcurvepodcast.tumblr.com. If you think you have a story to tell, then get in touch with us. We're always on the hunt for more captivating tales of childhood. 
Thank you for listening to The Forgetting Curve. Next time we're going to hear stories about friendship and how children go about finding friends. You have been listening to an Ursa Minor audio podcast.